Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 79 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we continue with our study of the March 15th to March the 21st uh, materials of the Come Follow Me, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 27 to 28. Yesterday where we left off, uh, we had just been talking about the sacraments, its importance in our lives and how the intents of our hearts when we partake of the sacrament is far more important than the actual materials and the actual things that we eat and drink to partake of it. As long as, of course, we are you know, having bread and water where it is possible, but where it is not possible, for whatever reason, then that should not restrict us uh, from being blessed from the partaking of the sacrament. Um, now, we then, after a little introduction and, and some instructions, Joseph Smith about, you know, not having wine made by his enemies, but making new wine, uh, we then have a little bit of a discussion about the many angelic messengers and the people that will come to restore keys of the priesthood. And this does seem a little bit out of place, a bit random, really. Um, but I suppose this, that the, Joseph is being told that there is more to come. Um, and I think, you know, when you look at where he is in August, I think, that yeah, August 1830, um, there is many more of these people still to come, such as Elijah, um, who will restore further priesthood keys. And the fact that Joseph is told this um, helps him to understand that there is more to come as well. Um, President Alan H. Oakes uh, explained, quote, The keys of the priesthood are the powers to direct the, ex- the, the exercise of priesthood authority. Thus, when the apostles conferred the Melchizedek priesthood upon Joseph and Oliver, they also gave them the keys to direct, to direct its exercise. For not all priesthood keys were conferred at that time. The entire keys and knowledge necessary for this dispensation of the fullness of times are given line upon line. Additional keys were given in Kirtland seven years later. These keys were given to direct priesthood authority in the additional segments, as additional assignments being given at that time, such as baptism for the dead. Close quote. So we know that the, the full gospel, the full priesthood keys, were not restored all at once. Um, that would be like having, you know, the whole handbook of the church being given at once in 1830, which of course would have just overwhelmed these people. Um, they were still getting to grips with a new understanding of what God, who, who God was and what he looked like and various things like that. And so to give them all of those things at once would have been too much. But um, we have got what we have got today and that helps us to know that there may well be more to come as well despite the fact we are 190 years into um, the the restoration of the gospel in terms of the church being restored. We have had over 200 years since the the prophet Joseph was visited uh, by the father and the son. Uh, And even that, you know, even since then, there have been many things that we've learned about the truth of the gospel in our lives and how it can bless us, which is a a wonderful gift, really. Um, We then go into a discussion about the armour of God Uh, In verse 15, it says, Wherefore, lift up your hearts and rejoice and gird up your loins and take upon you my whole armour that you may be able to withstand the evil day, having done all that you may be able to stand. 
Um, obviously, you know, this is an important analogy. Uh, and it's not a surprise that the, the, say, that the Lord teaches this to the prophet Joseph because he will uh, need the full armour of God in the coming days uh, because he has many, many things to come. Um, President Harold B. Lee uh, said this, quote, He taught a remarkable lesson. He pictured each of us as a man of armour, clothed on various strategic points of his body with armour, that would protect him against the onslaughts of evil. He said, have a girdle around your loins, suggesting the very thing Bishop Richards has spoken to us about, that one of the avenues by which he finds most easy to overthrow humankind is unchastity. So the Apostle Paul admonishes that we have a girdle around our loins. We are counseled to put upon the breastplate of righteousness over our hearts, suggesting that our conduct in life should always be right and proper. Having our feet shod in the preparation of the gospel of peace, or in other words, our objectives, the goal we set out to achieve in life be in harmony with the gospel of peace, and have on the helmet of salvation and take the shield of faith and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, thus armoured. We are now prepared with the weapons common to the warfare of Paul's day, comparable to those things which we would have had, would have in similar way upon us today, to attack and to fight successfully, and to win this battle in which the forces of evil and the forces of righteousness are contending today. Close quotes. The armour of God is a fantastic analogy. It's a fantastic, um, you know, um, teaching or a, a really good way of explaining to us the importance of needing to cover strategic parts of our body and also be prepared for the battle which is ensuing today. We may not feel it, you know, as we wake up in a, on a regular morning, but there is a battle going on, and it's a battle for our souls. And the fiery darts of the wicked are being sent towards us. Um, but if we put on that armour, even if it is a line-by-line -line process, as it was, you know, for many others, um, then we will be stronger for it. L. Whitney Clayton said this, quote, Developing faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is a step-by-step, line-upon-line and precept-upon-precept process. We begin the process of strengthening our faith when we do what is right. Increased faith always follows as a consequence. If we exercise our faith daily with prayer, study and obedience, the Saviour helps our unbelief and our faith becomes a shield to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Alma taught that we may withstand every temptation of the devil with our faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. However, we can neither ignore nor reject the essential ingredients of faith and then expect to reap a rich harvest, close quote. I like the idea of the shield of faith being developed and built upon over time. It's like our shield begins as a very small object, which does not do much to, to block and quench the darts of the wicked. Um, but as we build upon it and build upon it and build it further, with those um, aspects like L, um, L. Whitney Clayton said about uh, study, prayer and, and other things like that, then that shield gets larger and larger and larger until it is large enough that it can hide our whole body. Um, and of course, we still keep the, other, the rest of the armour of God on for further protection. But as that shield can grow to a point that it covers our whole body and gives us full protection against all darts. But until that point... And even when it gets to that point, we should keep adding and building upon it, for it can continue to grow stronger. Maybe it be it becomes a stronger material, less easy to break. Um, 
And I think there's just so many ways you could go with that analogy. It's uh, it's a great one. And so I'm grateful for that teaching. Um, that brings us really to the end of um, section 27. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed that. Please do continue to share the podcast and to listen to it, to subscribe to it. Uh, and tomorrow we'll we'll go we'll begin going into the background and context for Doctrine and Covenants section twenty eight, where we learn uh, about Revelation, and we seem to be learning a lot about Revelation uh, in these early chapters. Well, I say early chapters; we are now uh, you know twenty eight verses in, but uh, sorry twenty eight sections in, but it is a very important thing to learn, I guess, if you are starting a new church, how to receive that guidance from Christ to remember that it is His church. Uh, please well, look out for that episode dropping tomorrow um, and you can email session at gmail.com if you have any feedback or comments about uh, future uh, episodes for this podcast. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.